Good morning everyone, Tony Martin here from Radio's Get This. We at Triple M are today suspending normal programming in favour of one full hour of rain. No songs, no ads, no half-assed comedy sketches, nothing but inclement weather for one full hour. Why is that? Because this is the most requested sound in the country. Hold your hinder, the research is telling us. Just give us a downpour. If we can't have any real rain, the recorded stuff will do. Isn't that a great sound? Come on, Australia. Sit back and enjoy this magnificent, if fake, deluge for the next 60 minutes. And Ed, if we had been doing Get This today, mm. what would have been on it? We would have found out which fruit juice was making kids bet. Oh, at last. We would have had an amazing collection of brand new features catering to lovers of, respectively, Dancing with the Stars, Morse Code and teabagging. <laughs> we would have finally got round to cat news. Oh, at last. We would have had the latest Get This statistics. Footballers and nightclub incidents 15, cars driving through people's lounge rooms 8. And we would have also found out who looks like Princess Mary when they're made of wax. Crazy ideas that might just work. And new jobs for the Big Brother cast. We would have had that. Also, we would have found out if it pays to suck up to the people releasing PlayStation 3. <laughs> and Tony Moclair joining us for the second hour. It would all have been coming up on Get This, where we've got another fabulous prize pack. 40 shots of spirits, five bottles of wine, two bottles of vodka, and a case of beer. But no, for the next hour, nothing but rain here at Triple M.
let this thing finish, guys. Dragon put a lot of work into this rain. <laughs> Got to hear it in stereo. Good morning, everybody. It is Get This. Don't panic. We are here talking rubbish for the next two hours. Mm. Myself, Tony Martin. Ed Cavalier's here. Hello. Oh. Give him a round of rain. Oh. And give yourself a deluge. Oh. Mr. Marsland on the buttons. Oh, beautiful. Oh. Richard's wearing his wet T-shirt today. Is, eh? <laughs> Feels so good. Uh-huh. <laughs> <sighs> we'll just be having constant uh, downpours during the hour. It's the sound the people want to hear. I know. The most requested sound on the station every time mm. we play it. More please, says Australia. Um, last show for the week, All Jokes Must Go. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, yes. That's pretty, that's... <laughs> That's what I'm looking at. <laughs> Richard Marsland is going to be tipping the computer upside down <laughs> and emptying out whatever crumbs are in there from earlier in the week. Fantastic. And Tony Moclair will be mm, with us in yep. the second hour. The Moke. Yeah. Do people call him the Moke? I don't know if they do. We'll ask him. Yeah. The Mini Moke. The I Mini know. Moke, the Californian. Some friends of mine had a, uh, a Mini Moke. What is a Mini Moke? Come on, Tony. It oh. looks like a Meccano car. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They had yeah. some in MASH. Didn't they get around with those in MASH sometimes? Mm. Yeah, and, and the really great uh, theft-proof canvas doors <laughs> made of tarpaulin. <laughs> well, these friends of ours who had one, they were driving to school one day, uh, you know, in year 12, mm. around the corner, mm. everyone's school bag just flew out. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> Hours of fun with yeah. a Mini Moke. Uh-huh. Can we give one of them away on the show? Done. We do need Call some in. prizes. That's what we need on the show. Mm. Prizes and new features. When was the last time anyone got anything mm. from this program? Have we given? Uh, Ethel Chop books. Yep. <laughs> Very true. In eight weeks this year, we've just given away four Ethel Chop books, which she gave us. Very poor. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. A lot of people saying, "What about new ideas? You've been on for eight weeks this year, guys. Mm. Starting to sound a bit samey." Who said that? Lots of people in the emails. Really? New ideas, please. Okay. Okay, from next week, all new gear. Next week on Get This, we recall our favourite moments from the Anna Nicole Smith trial. Council, can we hear the testimony? Uh, thank you, Your Honour. Well, if I can refer to what the Council for the Family of Miss Smith said, I can... Uh, uh, Your Honour, are you... Uh... <coughs> Please continue. Then it's Dancing with the Stars with Heather Mills McCartney. Well, all I can say is this is a very bold choice, the can-can. All I can say is that I'm very glad we're up here in the commentary booth. Yeah, oh, hang on, it's coming loose. Heads down! Get This will be there as Dr. Brendan Nelson demonstrates the Navy's new fleet of Super Hornet jet fighters. Well, I think this will prove once and for all we made the right decision. Shocks away. Watch in awe as I come screaming out of the sun at 10 o'clock. And if it's naval humour you're after, then join us for live sketches aboard HMAS Comedy. And then it's time for more Dancing with the Stars. Well, I'm telling you that Heather Mills McCartney is nothing if not persistent. Incoming! And if that's not offensive enough for you, from the people who brought you Mahatma Ghoulies. Oh, yes, indeed. Mino Reiki. Mino Reiki. And Kiwi Corner. The show that finally gives the Swiss the serve they've been asking for. Don't miss What's the Time, you neutral yodeling chocolate muncher? But what about dogs listening to get this? Sit and call in for Schmacko or Snossage. Well, what is it? No, I'm afraid it's a Snossage. Hey, don't worry, we're sending you a Hinder album. Sports fans rejoice as we cross live to the International Teabagging Championships in Osaka. Miki Oshinawa attempting a 10-pound lift and place, this time on the head of the visiting Australian Foreign Minister. That's a successful dunk. Mr Downer, your comments? It's obviously completely absurd. It's pure art. It's in the bag on Get This, where the dance lives on. Oh my God, she's attempting the Cossack saber dance. Get down! No. Oh, that's offensive. Wow. <laughs> Who too? <laughs> Who on earth too? We must have a round of rain for Mr Craig Eagle, whose comments on this program suggested that leg gear 
Thank you, Craig. And thank you to Maddie on the Pots and Pants for going to great lengths when Heather McCartney's leg smashes through the window yeah. to then have a very wooden sound as yeah. it falls to the ground oh, behind us. He's an ex-Phil Spectre. Attention to detail. What are you saying? In a good way. He's an ex-Phil Spectre. <laughs> Don't go to his house, people. <laughs> Whatever you do. Don't stand in the foyer. I didn't know that. And what about the sound of that teabagging? Oh. <laughs> Traffic. That's, that's a Laurie Oaks tea bag. It's quite, a, it's quite a load. Okay. Uh, please, the new ideas keep on coming. Hang on. Teabagging hats. We've got Capril, right? <laughs> yeah. Get this teabag hat. Hey, save something right. for May. Here again, this. Oh, that's Fallout Boy. This ain't a scene. It's an arms race. Here again, this. Enough! My apologies. Enough graphic teabagging Richard Marsden here on Triple M. It's not the Triple M sound. No. It just isn't. Um, here's what we're going to do. Yesterday, when we entered the Get This Wild Kingdom. <laughs> Thank you, Richard. I hogged all the time with dog gear, yeah. left no room for cat gear. And yeah. I might just say thanks to everyone who uh, has emailed in or called in concerned about my dog eating grapes. It'll never uh, happen again. It's apparently toxic for your dog. I got yeah. home. There she was, sitting in the backyard, and I'm going, sorry, I'm not going to feed you any more toxic gear. And she just looked up at me and burped up a chair leg. <laughs> <laughs> She's slowly getting her way through an old couch in the backyard. <laughs> Scraps of material going in one end, emerging out the back door like wet ones. It's a disturbing image for dog lovers. What's happening in the cat world? Ah, uh, cat news. Hmm. <laughs> Not what I was hoping for. Uh, two stories. Here we go. This is one. I was sitting in the office, mm. calmly looking at uh, cats on YouTube, yeah. when Marsland mm. wanders over and says, oh, Luke, here's the nasty side of cats, right? The nasty side? Yeah, look at this. Uh, a nasty bite on the hand. Got, this guy's got his, his sister's cat has bitten him. Where, where's this taking place? America. Right. Michigan. Mm. And he, he has sued her, and he's won $153,000. Really? Wow. You should have tipped a hot coffee on himself and got yeah. a million. <laughs> I mean, for that kind of cash, I will smother myself in pow and just <laughs> run through the park. I mean, that is good cash. I don't think we have those kind of deals here. What? I can't get any money. I don't think so. Not for just being beaten by a cat, I wouldn't have thought. But feel free to do the running through the park and pal thing. <laughs> Anything for the show. Hey, and speaking of toxicity, yeah. you know, the cat's saliva is toxic. So even mm. if they don't kill the little animal that they catch, yeah. um, eventually the saliva will render it dead. Um, right. But what, what happens when, week. like, a cat licks your face? Or oh, that's a, it's, it's, oh, I think humans are impervious right. to cat saliva. Well, maybe they, they just turn that tap off. <laughs> really? Yeah. Possibly. Who okay. Knows? If they like you. Should we stay with cat news? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Come on, Rich. Do you have a meow in there somewhere? <laughs> nice little cat. <laughs> oh. yeah. Hey? Yeah. Hey. I like the chicken better, but what have you got? <laughs> Look at this little puss cat, <laughs> right? The RSPCA staff uh, have found the cat, a little puss cat that's been found wandering the streets. Mm. Turns out it's from America. Oh, how did it get here? Oh, on a crate on a tr- ship or something? I think it just, I think it swam. Or oh, it, uh, I think it's a, uh, maybe it's a long distance kayaker. Oh, or it took advantage of those fantastic super saver <laughs> flights. <laughs> I'm in, my ba- I'm in my bank the other day, trying to do some banking, and this woman behind the counter, who doesn't even know me, is going, you can fly to Launceston for $18. <laughs> You've got to do it. You've got to. Do- I'm going now. I didn't even have time to finish this uh, transaction. This you sentence. Can- she's telling me. She's trying to sell me an $18 flight to Launceston. I'm going, on what? On a giant paper plane. <laughs> on the winner of the Birdman Rally. On the back of the winner of the Birdman Rally's back. Maybe that's how the cat got here. So what's it done? What? So what do you mean, what's it done? Oh, it just arrived. Yeah. And that's enough. You don't think it's impressive? Ticker tape parade for that cat? <laughs> Carried on a little Pope chair? <laughs> we're talking. <laughs> Everyone throwing treats at it, yeah, <laughs> catching him in its mouth. And it just uh, firing back a bit of toxic saliva. <laughs> so what's happened? This cat's come all the way here from the yeah. United States. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In some sort of shipping mm. container. Mm. Stop saying shipping container. Well, I was just thinking the anti-terrorism measures are working right. really well, aren't they? <laughs> Maybe, how about this? An albatross, yeah. right, was hanging around Michigan where he lived. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. He's got hold of its tail. Mm. It's migrated south. He's still, you know, clinging on by his teeth. Imagine. Imagine. Well, we can. Blown all the way here. Come on! (laughs) Big cat news. Glad you brought that up, Richard. They they found a new species of leopard. Oh, really? About time. Got sick of the old ones. (laughs) 
weren't testing well. <laughs> Tell us about the new, the all new leopard. He's uh, he's he's new. He's got a Blu-ray DVD player in him. <laughs> That's it. Oh, that's it. We're going out on that. That's it from the Get This Wild Kingdom. It's Get This. Around the nation, that's Santana, Rob Thomas. On <laughs> Why am I going there, Mitch? Yeah. No, well, thankfully, because you were scatting to the end of Santana. <laughs> yeah. Too late to take that back. Oh, well. Good stuff, though. Uh, Thanks, Rich. The See that? Another vote of confidence from Rich. <laughs> Yesterday I threw a dodgy joke out and yeah. Rich went, no, that was okay. And he's given me... I love it, Rich. Oh, the positive okay. reinforcement I, I, I look forward to. He will have turned on you by about July. It's a white yeah. ending. That cat that uh, came over from it's America. Okay, yeah. Is it already being interviewed by the press? How do you like Australia? <laughs> have you been to Healesville Sanctuary? <laughs> he loves that. If you don't do those things, you're in trouble. What do you think of Sovereign Hill? You can just get uh-huh. out. Hey, here's some news. Listen to this. Spix and Specs quizmaster mm. Adam Hills will be a presenter, but not, as everyone thought, the host of the Logies. Mm. Apparently, he simply doesn't suck enough. <laughs> <laughs> he's not able to read stiltedly from cue cards while fumbling for a pun about someone he's never heard of. Sorry, Adam. Must try less, I guess. Uh, our favourite kind of story on this show, apart from uh, animals that think they're people, uh, oh. is people driving a car through a house where nobody gets hurt. No, where no. nobody gets hurt. No, we've we've said that. That's what we like. We've said that. There was one yesterday in Melbourne. Someone drove their car <laughs> through the front of a physiotherapy centre. Late model Commodore careered into the building just after 2.30 this afternoon, crashing into the reception desk and throwing a woman several metres. Incredibly, no one was injured. No one was injured. Keep that in mind. But convenient. <laughs> convenient. If you get the whiplash. It would have been, oh, there's a car coming towards me. Oh, I'm flying through the air. Thank God I'm in a physiotherapy. <laughs> oh, not even injured. Waste of time. <laughs> Waste of time. Fain injury. I would have feigned some injury. Missed opportunity. Big time. So uh, we'll keep you up to date on the stats on that one. We still can't talk. How does that. it happen, though? That's what I want to know. That oh. was apparently road rage incident. That's what oh. they reckon. Two people were sort of... Uh, Jostling for position. Doing a bit of Death Race 2000 in yeah, Northcote yeah. in yeah. Melbourne, and uh, someone ended up through a physiotherapy said <laughs> He showed him. Hey, beat this. Uh, Mr. Follow me in here. Well, you were going to throw to me then? Yeah, I certainly was. <laughs> I know you're sitting on gold. Well, the New South Wales election has been quite the entertaining oh, set the world news on fire. story. Oh, yeah. Hey, do you Peter Debnam again for us. Okay. Can't find those figures, so... <laughs> get back to you on that. That's a brilliant impression. Thank you. What's going on? Well, Peter Debnam, uh, obviously, is a busy man. Yeah. Um, he's out uh, rustling papers absolutely everywhere all across <laughs> New South Wales. And, and the, the election is, is getting the media going as well, and they're starting to take some of their anger out on <laughs> the shadow treasure. Anyway, listen, I'll let this grab explain it, but um, anyway, things get a bit narky. Deputy Liberal Leader Barry O'Farrell arrived late and alone to deliver the Coalition's $9.8 billion bid to fix New South Wales. Isn't it extraordinarily cynical of you to release this document 32 hours out from the election at 4pm in the afternoon? Well, I apologise for the lateness of the start, which was due to the photocopiers. If the costings were so good, where was his leader, Peter Debnam? Mr Debnam's not here because he's campaigning on the Central Coast. You might know there's an election on on Saturday. Oh, great. <laughs> <Okay>. Sarcasm. <laughs> photocopiers, you need to have the papers in front of you to shuffle. And when the photocopiers go down, the party's in tatters. I can't shuffle air. I can't just shuffle empty manila folders. They'll see that they're empty. You're going to send me out there with empty ring binders. It's exposed. There's nothing to shuffle. These are lolly wrappers with policy written on them. No one's going to believe that. What about some consumer watch, Mr. Marsden? What have you got for us? Um, I believe this is from um, uh, from today tonight. Yeah. Okay. Talking from about TT. From TT. And uh, they were talking about the the power of word of mouth advertising. Yep. Just in case you don't know what word of mouth advertising is, yeah. they run you through the step-by-step process. So let's say I'm a phone company, I want to sell this phone. Mm-hmm. I'll give the phone to somebody and ask them what they think. All right. Cool phone, check it out. Thanks. Hey, this is a cool phone, you should check it out. It's a cool phone, you should check it out. Sweet, this is a cool phone, you should check it out. Thank you. And before you know it, everyone in society is talking about the phone and you've sold a lot of product. Oh, it's a crash course, isn't it? Cancel all think tanks. <laughs> Idea showers are off. 
TT has solved it for everyone. <laughs> Give a phone to someone in the office. Get some bad acting going. I know. I love it when they have acting. We'll all be rich. At <laughs> last, the word of mouth mystery put to bed forever. Okay, I've got a mystery for you. This is a question which has baffled all of us since really the beginning of this program. Mm. Can anyone here name a single song by Keith Urban? Oh, thank you. A single song by Keith Urban. Just take a few moments. Thank uh, you. Um, 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 no. I'm sure we'll get one by yeah, the end of the show. Surely, surely. I'm sure we'll think of one. Got lovely hair. <laughs> lovely hair. He's married to Nicole. What? He was in rehab. I've got to go get an album. Mm. Anyway, Tony Moclear is, uh, well, he said he's going to join us in the next hour. And he will. So maybe he can clear that one up for us. Let's see if we can get a single song title <laughs> by the end of the show. Get this. Kick him out. That's all I can say. Brought to you by Aaron Kylie, who says surely that must be Ed as the carpet court jester. And if not, why not? Welcome back to the All Rain Edition. Triple M, it is the most requested sound on the station at the moment. People just love hearing it in their cars. It's a fantastic sound. You're listening to Get This, by the way. In case you're wondering, we've had a call from uh, oh Heidi the Happy Trucker, one of our former sponsors. If Heidi. you'd like to be a sponsor for this show, there's no money involved. You just email us with your name and a bit of information about yourself, and you can be our sponsor for a whole half. Hit us on the website, kids. Mm. Uh, <laughs> check out my MySpace. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Heidi the Happy Trucker has driven past uh, McDonald's in Baronia in mm-hmm. Victoria. Mm-hmm. She says they're flying their flag upside down. She suggested it's anarchy. Yeah, and I didn't think that's where the anarchist would start, but it's a beauty. So hang on, is it a W? Is this the McDonald's flag? I don't know. A, so it's then a W. Mm, it's a W. All right. Is that talk, or is it the Australian flag? Oh, that would just be wrong. I, I would be. I'd be around there straight unless away. Unless all the staff are getting around, uh, standing on their hands. Oh, that's good stuff. Down, that would be acceptable. Mm-hmm. But no, that's just wrong. Mm. If it's the McDonald's. Well, flag. the revolution started, kids. Yep. So get out there. Put some stuff upside down. Yeah. <laughs> stuff a lot of fries into your face. <laughs> yep. And, uh, yeah, enjoy it. Get amongst it. <laughs> Alert them to it. Go through the drive-thru. Your flag's upside down. And some fries. You know. And then do fire in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard about that? No. Yeah. Okay. Look, don't do this, kids. Mm-hmm. No, uh, you foolish. Go- I don't even know what it is, but it sounds foolish already. Now can I say what it is? Yeah. You go to the... Allegedly, people go to the drive-thru. Allegedly. And uh, they order, like, a Sunday yeah. and a drink. Yeah, yeah. And then when they get to the, the counter to pay, mm. they yell fire in the hole and throw the items back into the... That's great. Oh, thanks. That's really lovely to do <laughs> to someone who's making $11 an hour. It's yeah. horrible. And I said, don't do it. Can't that's, condone it. That's why we're bringing it up. Not right. Let's try and stop the practice right now. Unacceptable behaviour. <laughs> There's always unacceptable behaviour at this time of the show when yes. we ruin a song. We ruin a song and people complain about it. I know. So today, here we get this on Triple M, we're going to leave the song alone. That's Midnight Oil with additional vocals from Brian Boyd. (laughs) Here, get this on Triple M, home of the all-new Talkback Mountain. Thank you, Thomas Dobley. How does he do it? I love that, because Ed did the Team Wolf dance while that was on. Yeah, I was outside on the bus. Mm. Standing yeah. on the roof, surfing it away. Surfing. He's like, surfing on a bus, isn't that? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Awesome film. I was trying to remember the Teen Wolf 2 dance. <laughs> mm, I don't even know if there was one. Just Jason Bateman in yeah, that bad boy, though. Yes, he's come good, hasn't he? Michael from Arrested Development. Certainly. Michael. Michael. <laughs> You're in a pretty tight ship. 
We love Job. Funniest we man. We do love Job. On TV. People are... I don't know what's going on in Victoria with McDonald's, but apparently Murrumbina McDonald's are also flying their flag upside down. What can it mean? All right, so maybe are we being sucked into an inadvertent McDonald's promotion? I think, Is that we, what I think we are. Yeah, I think right. that's what's happening. Now, okay. what did we say before? Do not go and do fire in the hole. No, rubbish. And if you do, yeah. a detail that I forgot, make sure. <laughs> no, no, look. Every, you film it for YouTube? No, no. That'd be awful. And make sure you don't demand to see the manager first mm. so that they're in the booth as no, well by the time you I get there. I can't condone Don't. No, no, this is wrong. Atrocious. I can't even believe mm. it. People have brought it up. What's wrong? What's wrong with the kids today? Give us a call. Hey? Uh, what else? We've had Jared call in saying after Capril, mm-hmm. which is, you know, everyone in the country wearing capes to work. It's time to get ready for pre-ops January. <laughs> it's going to take some time. Once people um, start listening to this program, that idea will catch on. <laughs> Jared says, why not follow it with, oh, I don't know about this. He wants to come up with, for May, mm. teabag mania. <laughs> mm. oh, oh, look. No, that was a whole teapot. That was an elephant teabagging. We don't a... want to hear it again. No. But it might just work. Mm. See, that's the theme of today's Talkback Mountain. Oh, yeah. Crazy ideas mm. that might just work. Yeah. Have we, we've had so many of them on the show recently mm. from, from listeners. We had that mad silence idea yesterday, being able to switch on silence yeah, in your office by getting opposing sounds to fight each other. I like that. Um, what else? The seat that never sleeps. Listen to this. Scientists have developed a car seat that senses when the uh, driver is nodding off. The smart seat uses inbuilt pulse monitoring and respiration sensors to detect that the driver might be about to nod off. And uh, when this happens, uh, an alarm goes off, waking the driver. How lazy are we getting? It's mm. amazing. It's crazy. I mean, yeah. there's DVD players <laughs> in cars. So you're driving along, listening to this program. Mm. Oh, I'm losing it. Oh. Wake up! <laughs> just uh, uh, The alarm should be just somebody going, wake up! <laughs> or a prodding, a little prod, a little finger. Remember that idea I had for a stolen mobile phone? Oh, that's right. You know, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, someone yeah. steals your mobile phone, then you get someone else's phone and you yeah. dial your phone yeah. and it sets off a little voice going, Help! Help! I'm a stolen phone! I'm in this bloke's pocket! <laughs> Call the police now! I uh, I broke my phone yesterday. I dropped something on it and uh, the screen broke, but I found another one at home. But it has a Smurf ringtone, which I can't get off. Oh, no. Uh, so it's making, theme song. Yeah, it's yeah. making me look like a Smurf fan. Mm. Uh, no, no, that's not good enough. Yeah. See, come up with your own one. Crazy ideas that might just work. That's check what we're talking about today. Check it out. Check what have you out. got? This kid, a kid in Indiana, he's, um, he's put some urine in a teacher's coffee pot. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, I, I don't think that's a new idea. That's a traditional. <laughs> said that the, uh, the mm. teacher noticed it had an unusual taste. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm. And then they went to this kid's locker, and this is where he's gone wrong. <laughs> right? He's put it in there. Yeah. He's seen the teacher have a drink. Mm. He wins. Mm. We have a winner. The yeah, kid, sure. right? Mm. Unusual taste. Well, of course. Unfortunately, they've gone to his uh, locker and he, they found some more urine <laughs> in his locker. Wow. He's storing and, it up. And, yeah, matched him up. <laughs> oh, really? Gee, the teacher should switch to tea. Yeah. <laughs> that might give him some ideas, though, <laughs> given the tone of the past few d- Yeah, exactly right. So uh, there's a new. that's not a new idea, but, no. the, but the idea is kids... If you're going to put urine in teachers' drinks, mm-hmm. don't just keep a big burlap sack of it in your locker, <laughs> ready for the next round. Get rid of the evidence. It's don't madness. leave urinal cakes sprinkled <laughs> around the locker. It's madness. Crazy ideas that might just work. Have you got one, Mr. Marshall? Well, when I heard about this phone topic, I thought, what's the great idea is getting two words that shouldn't be related and just gluing them together. Oh, yeah, yeah. New idea for a TV show. Still knocks gladiators. <laughs> People on Stillnox in a Stillnox-induced haze um, getting about... Because the people are driving on Stillnox. Yes. It. They're going over to ex-boyfriend's houses and making love with them. That's what? true. Did that happen? It's happening. Yep. Um, what? It's a great a- drug, Stillnox. It's a sleeping tablet with unexpected side effects. People have found they wake up in the morning and they've got paint all over themselves and they go out and it turns out in their sleep they've painted the front door. It's a, wa- a great way of maximising your time and getting things done around the house. It's a reality show waiting to happen mm. and the inhibitions are lowered. And why not give these people a giant cotton bud and have them battle each other? <laughs> it's a good this idea. Is, what do you think? Oh, this is a brilliant idea, yeah. Richard. Yep. Get them in a house. Are we thinking that kind of deal? Yeah, Maybe sure. when Big Brother starts. <laughs> first things up. first. Yes. Right, everyone. You know, you're all bogans. I don't, you know, don't worry about telling us all about if your dad doesn't give you chicken dinner. That's all nonsense. Sleeping tablets all around. Cameras are go-go. Let the still knocks fun begin. <laughs> TV magic. You're a here's, genius, Richard. Here's something that happened on TV. 
over the weekend, I think it was, a mystery glitch in uh, your LG flat-screen televisions caused them to randomly freeze on Channel 9. I think possibly during um, 60 minutes. Oh. Just freezing on one frame. You can't do anything. You're just locked onto that, that frame. Does that count as ratings? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Would that register? Would they go, that's still frame? I think so. Of Charles Woolley. <laughs> that's testing through the roof. People were watching that for two hours. They refused to switch over. We've got to run that again. <laughs> but I noticed something. We've got uh, two TVs in our house. We've got the normal TV, mm. which comes in via Foxtel. Oh, and yes. then up in the front room, I have a crappy little sort of black and white TV for recording clips for the show, yeah. which is connected to the aerial on the roof. Yes. And so I've got the front room one on and the lounge room one on at the same time. And I walk from the front room to the lounge room, and I've got it on commercial TV. Mm-hmm. And I notice that what I'd just seen in the front room is now going out on Foxtel. It's a few seconds behind. I've There's like that a four-second delay. Yeah, there is to normal TV on Foxtel. Yep. Now, could that be used for a scam, like some sort of betting scam? Yeah. Like, what about if, what about if, like, for a game show? Yeah. See, you would if you could get like a little earpiece that's coming from the aerial on your roof yeah. that no one knew about, and then you bet some money on like Temptation. Yeah. You'd be getting the answers. Four seconds before they're set. That's enough to win. If everyone in your family is watching it off Foxtel, you'd be hearing the sound of off the aerial on the roof, and you'd be ahead and cashed up. It's the four-second advantage. The four-second advantage. It's a crazy idea that might just work. It's like a crazy 1920s racetrack scam with the (laughs) telegraph wires. One of those deals. Fantastic. So you're saying, Tone, that Mm. the, the benefit of it is that you can steal from your family. Yeah, that's right. It makes it much easier to rip off your loved ones. I'm telling you, you check that out. If you've got two TVs in your house. Okay, all right. I think the idea has been underlined. No, no, I'm into it. Crazy ideas that might just work of any kind. Do we want legal? Nah. I reckon reckon today we've just got to say, uh, let's just say now, allegedly, and we don't... just a blanket and we don't endorse, right? <laughs> yeah, right? As always, get a mushroom, have a bite, <laughs> give us a ring. One triple three five three. Yeah, all right. That's Eskimo Joe. New York. Here, get this. Hang on a second. I've worked it out. <laughs> what? How that kid can get away with it. <laughs> with the urine and the coffee. Yeah. Don't, don't do this, kid. No, don't do this. What His problem is, is mm. that the, the urine coffee, no, tasted worse than the other coffee mm-hmm. what he needs to do is put something worse in all of the other bits of coffee so <laughs> that the urine coffee tastes relatively good mm. you know what i'm saying he needs to convince other kids to put like liquid paper in the other ones they all get busted and the one that's left over that everyone has to drink because it's the only one left is mm. the urine coffee great why is he storing urine in his locker couldn't he just make some more yeah i know i look i i haven't spoken to him urine drought perhaps <laughs> i haven't I haven't spoken to him that much, but I suspect uh, he probably didn't think it through as, as well as he could have. Yeah, let's leave the subject of urine alone. Crazy okay. ideas that might just work. We're looking for them. Who's got one here? Ryan, how are you? G'day, how are you going? Oh, I'm pretty choice. Uh, what are we going to do? Um, I reckon this year when the uh, Premier Big Brother's about to kick off, mm-hmm. um, Channel 10 should just play a season from a few years ago and see if anyone notices. That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. That is brilliant. Repeats of Big Brother. From the top. Which, that is such a good idea. Which one would you choose, though? Which was the sort of blandest one? I reckon maybe even a bit of a mashup from all these. Just the, oh, oh wow. yeah. That's what I'm thinking, Ryan. So you have one of them sort of going, you know, something, something, and then you cut, but then they've just cut in someone from a completely different series. Going, going, something, something, something. And it's cut back and forth so that we never have a shot where somebody's not really, really drunk and with their norks falling out. Jamie just giving a bit of poetry and just telling everyone that they've been had. <laughs> so, and you could get Jamie and Galen and have them, you know, meet uh, the bum dance woman oh, from the first be, series. That'd be great. Oh, good ideas. What about jobs for the Big Brother people? Going to get to that in the next hour. We are tackling that in the next hour. Hey, Ryan, absolutely spot on. Hello, Bob. How are you? How you doing, fellas? Excellent. What are we going to do? Um, I reckon, um, well, I've got this idea already. I've already patented it. Good. And... Um, <laughs> Uh, what you do is you get turbo wheels and yep. they're just simple devices. You stick them under the road and the cars run over them and they make electricity. Oh, that is a fantastic idea. Bob. So every time you drive your car, you're generating power. Yep. Bob, that's amazing. Have you, uh, have you, you know, you've patented it, but have you, you know, dug up some road and put one in? <laughs> I should, shouldn't I? You yeah. should. We, we give you permission. I mean, <laughs> all sorts. <laughs> I think the idea would be to put them in all the uh, all the places under sixty um, 
Good idea. Yes. Uh, near the hospitals where you can't move anyway. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and near schools and all around the suburbs, but mainly in the middle of uh, in middle of Melbourne. Yes, we are going to have to generate electricity through physical movement at some point. We mm. are going to have to get thousands of exercise bikes. I mean, what was your idea, Ed? Gyms. Gyms. Well, yeah, the gymnasiums where you just the, obviously the exercise bikes are creating a lot of electricity. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, and surely we could juice that up to run the, uh, you know, the run the smoothie machine. And apparently in Hong Kong, it's uh, it's all systems go, Bob. They're doing it. It's a great idea. Gymnasiums powering the national grid. This is this is what I'm saying. Crazy ideas hey, might Bob, just work. Brilliant, man. That's spot on. Hello, Chris. How are you? Chris, yeah, hi. How are you going? Excellent, man. What are we going to do? Um, mate, I've been rattling this around uh, in my head there for a while. Yeah. And uh, what I want to design is a mortgage clock. Yeah. yeah. Right, check it out. Um, everybody's got a different mortgage and all that. So you're punching all your details to the big clock that sits up on the up on your desk or whatever. Yeah. And you can just look at it, glance at it, and just know how much you've got to knock off your mortgage before you Oh, it's, it's fantastic. So you can be reminded of your own crippling debt at any time during the day. <laughs> That's right. That's maybe the only drawback, but... Otherwise, I think it's a sensational idea. I think it's great, Bob. Oh, Chris, sorry. It shows you incrementally how you're improving. And also, if you're thinking about buying a, you know, like a big kind of luxury item, if you're off to get a jet ski or something like that, you'd have the clock there to remind you of, you know, how much it's going to cost. It goes you. backwards. Just add, just add the jet ski price straight on the top of it. Bang! The mortgage clock. Mortgage clock. Fantastic. I, uh, it's it's. I haven't patented it yet. No, oh, I was just about to say. I, <laughs> you got to do it. Yeah. Oh, I haven't done it with my uh, tea bags with the sugar already in them, my dear. Crazy. <laughs> Someone's going to beat me to that. <laughs> Such a good one. It's waiting to go. Thank you, Chris. Hi, James. How are you? Okay. Oh, hey, mate. What are we going to uh, do? Yeah, my idea is like Back to the Future styles. Yeah. Like, you know how, like, like with the hoverboard, yep. you know how, like, um, like Matt... Magnets repel each other. Yeah, you yes. put like all South Pole on the ground, mm. and then you put on the boards all North Pole. Yeah. So, and we the mad idea hoverboard. And I see what you're saying. So and then they float against each other. Uh, yes, J- James. This is what we've been looking for. We've been saying this because there's a bloke in Victoria somewhere, 71 years old. He's invented an anti-gravity <laughs> wheelbarrow. Yeah. yeah. Don't know how it works. So people so, are laughing at him. <laughs> But no, As you can hear, <laughs> but James, perhaps we could pave all of the uh, all of the sidewalks uh, in Australia. Perhaps all of those could be replaced with magnets, mm. and that way, then with your oh. boards, with your other, well, you know, we get a, a regular a skateboarder or an ironing board, yeah, you know, sure. or, or a longboard. Oh, how about this for public transport? We get long long boards, those surfing long boards. Yes, magnets on the bottom. You know, it's the 15 off into the city. Mm. Everyone just hop on. Because hoverboards are the way of the future. As the seas rise, yeah. we're always two feet above them <laughs> on the hoverboards. I like the idea of the magnet footpath, though. That's yeah. great. You like that? We'll play hell with a tap dancing demographic, though, I think. <laughs> oh, that They've had it too good for too long. <laughs> we have Thanks, time James. for one more who's oh, going to be this in. This is great. Hi, Mike. How are you? Uh, Mike. I'm pretty good. How are you guys? Excellent, man. What are we going to do? Uh, my plan is that governments should stop putting all this money into building armies and just give the money to scientists so they can develop superheroes. Superheroes are the answer. Superheroes oh. are the answer. We already have the British government testing people for psychic abilities yes. to see if they can help with the war on terror. That's actually going on. Someone came in, saw X-Men on the weekend, when psychic <laughs> mutants, that's the way to get the advantage over Bin Laden. Mike, if we had to have one... if Let's just say that we had to have one superhero... With one power that to you know to help us out instead of the army, what would you go for? Um, probably Professor X. With yeah, his cool yeah. Mind yeah, the mind abilities. Yeah, it'd be great. We need a lot more ramps installed, <laughs> but it could work. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, okay, Mike. <laughs> great ideas, plenty of them. The yeah. people who didn't get on Cecilia take down their numbers, and we will call them back next week because uh, I mean, you this know, this is a spot on. Top. This is a. Uh, the, the, uh, to be honest with you, James. Uh, with his magnets on the on the footpath right. on the mm. hoverboards, yeah, that's got me thinking. I don't know quite how the hoverboards move, but uh, at least they're floating. Wait a second! <laughs> no, we em. don't have time. <laughs> we <laughs> don't have time for another think tank. But what a great! Th- I am drenched in ideas. <laughs> you push them. Yep. You're, you're only one foot off the ground, so you can push like a skateboard. In the you next know? hour, we join. Or you get fat blokes and muscly blokes <laughs> to drag you along by Tony Moclear. Get this. Who said Kevin Rudd was a nerd? Brought to you by Jess, whose cat has Tourette syndrome. Listen to this recording. Oh, oh, please, there's no need for that sort of language. Do what I want because I can, if I don't because I want to. Afternoon, everybody. Be ignored by the step and the board because I'm gonna. We're well into the second hour of Get This, last one for the week, and uh, 
Tony Moclair is here again. Oh. Welcome back, Tony. Crikey. What did I do? <laughs> why, why am I back here? Plane knowledge. Oh, knowledge of an aircraft. I thought oh. it might be Friday Night Funnies. I thought ah. you put a keyboard in front of me and I'd have to do something witty about Costello. Get your bow tie on. We might do that. We're going to be talking about uh, new jobs for the Big Brother yes. cast. Yeah. Because there's a pile-up. There really is a pile-up now. Yeah. It's so good. And we're hoping to replay in this hour. Uh, we've had a lot of requests for a segment where Richard Marsland, who you've yeah. worked with occasionally... Yeah. Yes, in the adult movie industry. A couple of things. Yeah, near enough. Uh, sleeping with Pauline Hanson. Yeah. Do you know about that? <laughs> no, I don't. Well. Please explain. That'll all be coming up in this hour of Get This. You 2 with Everlasting Love. It's the second hour of Get This around Australia on Triple M. And look who's here. It's Tony Moclair. Oh. Let's get it out of the way up front. Thanks. Yes. He was Guido Hatsis. All uh, right, put it to bed. Okay, yeah, get over it, people. Build a bridge. <laughs> he also knows a lot about planes, and thank God you're here because um, what's this business with Brendan Nelson? Did he buy the wrong brand? Oh, look, you know, there's furious chats going on in airliners.net forward slash discussions forward slash military discussion right. forums about, you know, this $6 billion purchase. Mm. I'm not happy with it, I you know, but look, I'm a, an armchair expert and I think it's a terrible waste of money. Is it an instance of uh, going for beta when you should have gone for VHS? Is it one of those? That's a very good military analogy, Tony. <laughs> I think you're, you're wasted <laughs> in this particular yeah, industry. That's what I think. Get on a plane to camera now. <laughs> Your country needs you. What's wrong with these planes? Well, it's a an updated, very old design that originated in the mid-70s. Mm. And oh, uh, so now Nelson has basically... I'm going to call a spade a spade here. He's lied. Oh, really? Yeah. He said that uh, the great thing about the plane is the commonality with the existing F-18s that we have. Mm. Let's overlook the fact that it has a different engine, different radar, different wing. It will be based at a different air base and operated by a different squadron. Wow. So I'd love to know where the commonality comes in. <laughs> I think they're both planes, Tony. <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. They both so, have a beverage okay. well, yeah. Enough said then. <laughs> so what are these things good for? Just dismantling and using for uh, Birdman rally props, really? Is that no, it? They make, look, they're, they're a brilliant air show performer. Yeah. So we paid oh, $6 really? billion dollars to mm. uh, amuse, you know, the 100,000 people who go to the Avalon Air Show every two years. Okay. Yeah. So we've, we've done well. It's money well spent. But if war breaks out... Really? Um, I'd get on a, I'd buy a one-way ticket to America or somewhere else, not here. Really? Okay. Or, or if war breaks out, you know one thing I've always wanted to do with you, Tony Martin? Uh-oh. Do a mock funeral. A mock funeral? Because do you remember during the Gulf War 91, the mock funeral was probably at its height, you would remember this. Ed. Street funerals? Yeah, street yeah. funerals. You get a cardboard oh, coffin yes, and you yes. walk down a street yep. and the cardboard is marked, I don't know, democracy, democracy. or freedom yeah, yeah, of speech. Yeah, yeah, that's or, right. And, yeah, yeah. Well, we used to, yeah, Mick Malloy and myself would have our annual street theatre awards and we would just collect all the footage of the news of, yeah. uh, you know, people dressed as skeletons and yeah. Grim Reapers, <laughs> yes. Uncle yeah. Sam. And what we noticed in, in every single... Uh, piece of footage there's always one that shouldn't be there there's always just someone who's Peter Pan for no reason <laughs> and every time there was one recently for David Hicks mm, for some reason right. Ned Kelly yes right. was just hanging out <laughs> Well, if that doesn't make the U.S. stop and think, I don't know what will. <laughs> nice work there, protesters. Uh, now, another, you know, you seem to be expert on a number of nerdic- nerdish issues. Yeah. Were you talking about Doctor Who just before we went to air? Well, we we were talking about, uh, I think, the first uh, series. The, the BBC basically taped over a lot of masters. Yeah. They taped episodes. over them. They literally, or they threw them out. There was no... There was no concept th- that there would be home video in the future. Yeah. Oh, I see. So or, once it was done, it was done. Yeah, yeah or that there'd be cashed-up nerds with DVD players. There was no forward planning. So they either threw them out or taped over them as Mm. an economy measure. Right. And so this really kind of interesting worldwide hunt has gone on for original first series cassettes that still exist. Ah. And one of the places they turned up was New Zealand. Right. Where the show is still regarded as a daring glimpse of the future. (laughs) (laughs) A chilling vision of what's to come. But the other places have tracked them down to places like Zimbabwe and South Africa. Gee. (laughs) People are watching Doctor Who in Zimbabwe going, look, see, things could be worse. We could have the Daleks in charge. But that's true about New Zealand. Uh, I think, you know, Peter Cook and Dudley Moore was not only, but also is the most famous completely erased series. But you can get a DVD which has got bits and pieces on it. And I think one of those was found at uh, the ABC in Sydney. Uh, just on an old birds of a feather tape. Yeah. <laughs> and I think two more episodes were found in New Zealand at the end of a football game. So yeah. someone was oh, winding oh, off man. a famous 
uh, All Blacks match and they wound the tape too far and there were two episodes of Not Only But Also just yeah. dubbed illegally onto the end of the tape and John Clark told me that he used to work at uh, Television New Zealand yeah. and they would just occasionally illegally make a copy of a right. show and really? just for personal use and of course... Oh. Good thing they did. So uh, he sleeps at night having violated copyright. <laughs> yeah, that's... But that's the thing. You just go, wow, all the Pete and Dud gear, gone. Yeah. So much of that sort of pre-Monty Python gear, gone. Every Hey Dad, perfectly <laughs> preserved. The Baldy Man, buy the DVT. <laughs> the Baldy Man. <laughs> it's out there. Fantastic. Okay, uh, that's Nerdish Issues. Blue Healers is out on DVD, yeah. I should point out. It's a great show. Who on earth? is really hoping to relive the joy that was Series 1 of Blue Healers. <laughs> uh, over to you, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> no one in this room. Punky Brewster's out, That's though. good news. That's Every got me episode. fired That's up. good news. Uh, important issues to get to. Next on Get This. Yeah, this is rubbish, this end bit. Just tie it off, guys. Bang. How to Save a Life, the fray here at Get This Around the Nation. Tony Moclair is with us. He's worked at Triple M a fair bit over the years. Oh, have, yeah. Have you got any uh, sort of Triple M lore that you can pass on to Ed Cavalier? Well, you should know a bit about the station at which you work, Ed. This this story, I just want to say, it relates not not actually to Triple M, but a, a radio station that was very similar. Now, of course... <laughs> Let, don't, that, was don't, that an allegedly? Yeah. That, <laughs> is this like when you say a friend of mine yeah. had um, to go to the emergency room because he slipped in the shower <laughs> while he was bottle. doing some vacuuming? Now, Ben Cousins, do you, oh, have yeah, you heard yeah. of him? He's been in the he's news. He's on the source. Once or twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's been, but now uh, he, just quickly, Ben Cousins, just so you know, the latest on Ben Cousins, here is one of the oddest photos I've ever seen in a Murdoch <laughs> newspaper. Just a block of flats yeah. in colour. This is in quite a few of the papers today. Underneath the caption says... Ben Cousins may have been staying in this Perth apartment block yesterday. Well, that's good enough for me. That is like a work of art. Yeah, good job. Beautiful. So we know who he is. Yeah, didn't he choose a great week to give up smoking? Good on you, Ben. Um, but, uh, now, there were two employees who, who may have been working at this particular radio station mm, one night. Who, station X. Yeah, eventually went on to, to do quite well. But um, there, was a, there was also a person who worked at the radio station who was well known for supplying... Pick me ups. Oh, right. Okay, right. especially on a Friday night. Don't look at me like S- that. Sandwiches. You know, yeah, <laughs> just you know, little uh, helpers, I guess. Mm. Now, I'm with you. Now these these two guys were were very keen to kind of enjoy themselves on a Friday night, so they went to this particular person who was working, um, you know, down one end of the building, mm. and they put him under some pressure. They said, "Look, we're about to go out. You're the go-to man." We need something, and we need it quick. Right. Now, in this particular instance, he didn't have anything. Oh, yeah. He was caught short. Okay. But he knew that if he didn't produce the goods, he could possibly lose his job. Oh, really? So, like anybody at a radio station, he thought in his feet. So he said, go to your office. I'll be there in a couple of minutes. He went back and produced two garlic tablets. Oh, really? A bit of... uh... Yeah. And said take these but before leaving he said listen they may take a while to actually you know um, get into your system try the suppository route shelve them yes (laughs) so so, So Wopsom you called up the back door (laughs) yeah so he he always maintains the last thing he saw god because he left the building very quickly after doing that was was one of them helping the other guy put the pill in Oh. Okay. Now, the the helper had taken the pill first, and as the supplier left the building, he heard the word. He heard the words, "Man, I just felt a kick in." <laughs> I'm getting a hot garlicky sensation around the back. Man, this is going to be a fun night. <laughs> Vampires won't be a problem, though. So, so I. I just want to knock the stereotype of people in radio stations being, you know, kind of uh, living that hard and fast lifestyle party boys. We don't know what we're doing when it comes to that side of things. I I haven't seen much of that here. All I see is a desperate Ed Cavalier chasing the sandwich guy up the corridor. Going, have you got any wraps? <laughs> okay. Wow. You thought garlic breath was bad before. <laughs> the other end. You know, that is gold. That is gold. But That's what about what, Ed? You're going to give it a try. 
No, I just... Uh, you think it's a stunt, maybe? There's just so many bits of that which it could have gone wrong. Because <laughs> garlic tablets kind of smell like garlic, you know? Yeah. And they're not small either. No, they're you not. They're, they're kind not, of horse pill yeah, size. Yeah, they're quite yeah. large. Yeah. And so, and so, but rather than just try and get away with it, he's yeah. going, I'll see if I can push this. Yes. If I can get them to shelve them, it'll yeah. give me a little, an extra couple of minutes to get out of the building. <laughs> He hot-footed it. That is quite amazing. <laughs> An yeah. evening of standing fun. <laughs> For those two, okay, well, it wouldn't happen here. Not a triple M. <laughs> Thank you, ZZ Top. Enough out of you. Let's get this around the nation on triple M. Tony Moclear is here with us, and I think it's a good time to ask him this simple question. Tony, can you name a single song by Keith Urban? Oh, crikey. That's a good pub game. Um, the nips are getting bigger, or at least they were till I entered rehab. No, nothing. Oh, the, the must have been one. The must have been one the, at some point. Did he do the thong song? <laughs> no, he's he's done a kind of confessional one recently, hasn't he? Mm. Yeah, like the, uh, that's almost was, an answer. I was on. Uh, I was watching Sunrise this morning, and he came on. Beautiful hair. Yeah, and uh, he did a number. And it was, you know. And anyway, they were going to go to Nelson to do some Hollywood reporting. But mm. then Mel and Koshy came on, just the happiest I've ever seen them. And they were like, right. well, guys, um, <laughs> um, the crowd has asked Keith to do another song. And he has said yes. This is completely spontaneous. Cue the roadie bringing out a perfectly tuned banjo for the next song. Oh, what about hello. that? <laughs> yeah. And away we plucked. And uh, yeah. now, you know, it's it's you've got to feel sorry for Keith Urban because uh, Billy Ray Cyrus has stolen this haircut. Have you noticed that? that I right? haven't. He showed up at, like, the Grammys with the Keith Urban. No. Everyone laughed and he went, I'm not getting rid of it. Is that right? One of, the other bloke can stop doing it. I'm keeping this. So I've been it, in the news for 10 years. Was it a... A mullet Mexican standoff for a, <laughs> it was. of sorts. It was the first we'd heard of Billy Ray since still achy breaky. Mm. Maybe he's doing his version of Chris Gaines. Maybe yeah. he's doing the Garth Brooks, oh, remember yeah. Garth Brooks, Chris Gaines? I'm his... actually being unfair because wasn't he in... He was in Mul- Mulholland Mul- Drive. Mm. Right. Did a great job. Yeah. Cameo playing a, a midget talking backwards, presumably. <laughs> uh, listen to this. Baggy has uh, phoned up to say um, that... In the 70s, and I think this is a key thing to know, his brother painted some saccharin tablets black with texture and uh, sold them, and people got high off them. <laughs> well, there you go. That sort you of see? stuff <laughs> used to go on in the 70s. You have so with many texter. great, almost defamatory radio stories, Tony <laughs> Moclear. There's yes, got to be a book from you uh, at some point. But a big topic we're tackling today is the Big Brother cast, because you've probably seen the promos. Yep. There's going to yeah. be a whole new flock of them coming through. Mm. What to do with the old ones? There's kind of a pile-up. You know, there just aren't enough yeah. um, Quizmania shows to house them all. So true. We're truly spoiled, aren't we? Um, are you asking me yeah. what to do new with them? new jobs for them. What can they do? What do we do with them? You we've know, got... Celebrity Boxing with, with Galen. Oh, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. He's on the community TV. Yeah, yeah. He, that's going well. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Here's someone, someone from uh, 2005. Yeah. Yeah. She's not with Harry and Miller's management anymore, but she's got new local representation, and she's hoping now to make her mark on the following shows. Dancing with the Stars, Thank God You're Here, Celebrity Overhaul, It Takes Two, and <laughs> <Yeah>. The Catcher. <laughs> that's a lot of options. Yeah, I think you left out the 7.30 report as well. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, so that's... Um, so that's a lot of geeks. Hang on, what are you saying? Harry and Miller just turns on him eventually. No, I think that there's just, you know, there's a contract period mm. and then that, it, it's over. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's um, over. Unless you've tumbled down a mountainside in a ski lodge <laughs> yeah. or done something new. Or living for a year or lived for a year on a, uh, a Mars bar. <laughs> he doesn't want to know you. That's right. <laughs> but what are some gigs for? Mr. Marsden, what do you think they should do? Uh, well, I mean, they've got all the columnist gigs wrapped up and the traffic report. Oh, is that a dig? Oh, is that, is that the a columnist gig. Yeah. Your final <laughs> column in the Adelaide Sunday, Sunday Mail, Mail. Yeah. goes out this Sunday. Yeah. This Sunday, Adelaide readers. And uh, I wrote it on Still Knox, so I'm not sure where it goes. <laughs> uh, send it away. It's been pushed out to sea. Right. Uh, good night, Australia. <laughs> Um, but no, it's it's a lovely column. Can I give, give it a four to promote? Yeah, we just did. On Sunday, there we go. There you go. Nice. What, what can the Big Brother people do? Yeah, what can they do, Richard? Mm. Lollipop people? You know the people? Not bad. Yes. Yes. Celebrity lollipop people. Not bad. Lollipop. Yeah, I know a few I'd speed up for. <laughs> yeah, that's very <laughs> true. That's I'm not going to name them. <laughs> can you name that. them? Do you know? Oh, yeah, this is the thing. Can you name them? We were talking about this off air. No, I was mm. talking about the one... 
I think who <laughs> what year we're in 2007 yeah, the one yeah. who won it last year Jamie yeah. It is Jamie, is it? Yeah, Who so boasted good. about oh. drinking how much worth of alcohol? $100,000 worth of booze. Yeah. Then, Zoo, and then it got exposed that it was a setup. He hadn't done it. He was just saying that. Oh, he wouldn't participate in some cheap, tawdry media <laughs> stunt, would he? That's, that's not the Jamie I know. That's not the Jamie I texted votes for. <laughs> I feel what robbed. Are we, what are we going to do with them? You know, get them all on exercise bikes, powering the national grid. That's, that's a, a good idea. Yeah. That's probably enough of them. Um, I don't know. Hostage negotiation. It's got to be almost. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Does it? Is it almost uh, time for the bulls? You know, is it almost castration time for the bulls? I mean, oh. I know that a very I, my first job ever was collecting the discarded testicles yeah. uh, from castrated bulls. That's true. Oh, okay. I reckon they'd be beautiful yeah. at that. Did you really do that? Oh yeah, these two hands, Moclair. Yeah. <laughs> it was part of his triple thunder duties. <laughs> No. no. Where were you on careers night? My cousin, my, co- my cousin's farm. This was meant to be a holiday, right. and I went there, and just you know, arms full of them. Away I went, happy as Larry. Oh, Mr. Bullsack. Yeah. Hey, I know. Speaking of bulls, yeah. Uh, Spain has the running of the bulls. Maybe we can have the running of the Big Brother. Oh yes. yes, take a few yes. out. But we do it our yes. style, yeah. where there's bulls running from each side, and it, and all of the crowd yeah. are just bulls dressed as people. <laughs> Can't miss them. Yeah. Cannot miss Caught them. in the crossfire. Right. Does anyone else love a goring when that's on? We need I new jobs for those fast-mounting Big Brother people. Mm. Sorry, I use the anyone phrase, biggest, fast mounting advisedly. <laughs> biggest losers that haven't, you know, that haven't quite cracked it. You yeah. know, any of the reality types. What are we going to do with them? Give us a call. One triple three five three. Get this. Well, I think it's a sign that Australia's becoming a nanny state. It's just gone too far. Brought to you by Josh McCowan, who says, "Please, guys, for the love of God, stop all the references to Howard Jones." Sorry about that, Josh, but. Josh, that one gets me every time. And he is touring. Get this around the nation on Triple M. It's the program with Tony Moclair sitting in for this hour and he's seeking to be impressed by ideas for what those big brother evictees can do next. Jason, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm excellent, sir. What are we going to do with them? Um, Well, I actually got uh, an email of uh, useless facts that said if you stacked up all the uh, useless celebrities from Big Brother that they'd reach the moon. That's a good idea. You'd need to get the internationals, but it could already reach the moon. Is that already on the underside of the cap on the top of a spring valley? (laughs) (laughs) Is that where it is? So you're saying we could use them as kind of like a human ladder to the moon? I reckon we should just try it and see if they do reach the moon. That's a great idea. The only other thing, the running with the bulls was a good idea, but you you wouldn't be able to do that because I just end up at Cargo Bar or Bungalow (laughs) 8. For a a very well-paid appearance, I might say. (laughs) All roads lead to a cheesy nightclub. Uh, That's excellent, Jason. Hello, Jay. How are you? Good, mate. Uh, What are we going to do with them? I reckon um, we use, uh, use them on the front lines in Iraq. Oh, I say, fodder. I see but what you're saying. They're saying we're going to send no. more troops. I know what would happen, though. What the would insurgents happen? would approach them and say, what was it really like in the house? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The, you ask anybody who's been in Big Brother, and that is the question they are asked at least 400 times a day. Well, what was it really like? Yeah, what as was opposed, it really like as in the opposed house? to what? Oh, as opposed to the 24-hour coverage from hundreds of cameras that <laughs> yeah. we saw every night on television. You sunbaking. Including your most intimate bodily function. Yeah. That's where I'd be drawing the line, I reckon. Yeah, there just wasn't enough detail. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Jay. Hi, Scott. How are you? G'day, boys. How are you? Excellent, sir. What are we going to do with them? Um, I reckon you should get them all together, link arms, and have them have them at the end of the runways, and they can be the safety barrier. <laughs> that is an excellent idea. That would make people break. I reckon. Oh, well, actually, I don't know about yeah. that. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, I can see Galen over. I'm going to accelerate. Zero. <laughs> <Dear idea. laughs> Good idea. Thanks, Scott. Hi, Neil. How are you? Neil, how are you? Yeah, good. Thanks. Great, mate. What are we going to do with them? Well, I reckon we can use them as a home enema. Wow. <laughs> right. Oh. So they come round and then what? I was, I was going to say up there for thinking, but I should have said down there for thinking. <laughs> well, you know, they could use their personality. Oh, just to uh, flush people out. Oh, yeah. so it's a hose-free arrangement. <laughs> yep, definitely hose-free. I mean, it worked for me. I watched them on telly and I had to go. <laughs> and do in real life. A couple right. of uh, verses of Jamie's poetry and you cleaned out and ready Re- to go. Very oh, regular. Yeah. Did it for me. Uh, thank you. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Neil. Hi, Dave. How are you? Not bad, mate. Well, what are we going to do with them? 
That's oh, a great idea. Oh, yeah. So get rid of those little glass things with a sponge in. Yeah. Help, and th- that'll help water restrictions. <laughs> oh, yes, oh. water restrictions. Are. Would you... Do you really want to put your hand on tongues that have been in some places you don't want to think about? They can do it for us. They can do it for us. There you go. I just like the idea that Dave has worked out that a lot of our water is going south on those little sponges. Yeah, he's on to it. He's on to it. He knows. Thank you, Dave. Hi, Luke. How are you? You're not bad, fellas, yourself. Excellent. What are they going to do? Oh, mate, take them down to Antarctica with a pair of flippers, flippers each, chuck them behind a massive iceberg and tell them to swim it back. No, oh, <laughs> swim it back. Because it's just going to wait. So we can, the drought crisis is solved. We've got them out of the country for a while. Yeah. And the footage will be hilarious. Yeah, it would, wouldn't it? Okay. <laughs> Great job, Luke. Could uh, we maybe trade the iceberg for Gretel Colleen? Uh, <laughs> Who, That's a good idea. They push her down and push an iceberg back. There yeah. you go. In a selection of eye-catching outfits. Who's Hi. going next? Jack, how are you? Hey, Alan. Excellent. What are we going to do with them? Well, I need crystal. I'm a truck driver, so I need pillows in my um, bunk. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and do you often do you travel with a passenger? Would you need the mum as well? Uh, maybe for an interchange, yeah. An interchange. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she'd be glad to be of service, we, Jack. It's very kind. So many callers. Let's get through them all in. Who's hello, next? Hello, Graham. How are you? Hello. How are we? Excellent. What are we going to do with them? Use them as scarecrows <laughs> up in the wine growing area. <laughs> <laughs> Which one would you go for, Galen? Uh, any, yeah, nah, yeah, Galen will do. <laughs> Gretel? She'd be too. <laughs> <laughs> it's more than a cry. Too many good ideas. Let's move on to John. What are we going to do with the Big Brother cast, John? I think that uh, we should probably put them into the Scoresby Freeway yeah. as uh, bridge pylons. Bridge pylons! <laughs> right. Or yes. you, could, you could glue them all together, yep. hole them out, and use them for low-cost rental ho- housing. <laughs> 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 I'm so much warmer and my family is secure inside Galen. That's uh, a great idea. Finally, Brad, how are you? Yeah, mate, are you all right yourself? We're excellent, sir. What are we going to do with them? Oh, I reckon we should use them for crash test dummies. That's, oh, right. that's Wouldn't you like to see them in slow motion? You'd be worried... You'd, already, you'd be worried about brain damage, but in case of most of them, that's already happened. No, you'd be fine. <laughs> nah, that's, no a great, that's an excellent idea, Brad. Well, uh, what wow. a great run of callers. That's uh, massive. When is that new series starting, do we know? It's, I, it's getting, I see some sizzle for it on the telly, so it must be soon. Mm-hmm. You know, Bogans you are sharpening their wit. You don't, you don't feel it? You don't get that kind of pre-BB... What are we now? BB7 now? Yeah, BB8? BB I think so. I don't get the ground... Yeah, I don't get the, you know, the groundswell of hope that I used to that this year there might be someone all right. I, I get the feeling this year I'm going to be a big noise in the chat rooms. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Throwing your weight around. Yeah, you just won't. Yeah. I'm well, going to be sticking up for any turkey slappers or, <laughs> or slappers. Because the, the <laughs> I'm guessing there might be one of two in there. Yeah. <laughs> Call me crazy. We've got Richard Marsland and a slapper. Next, I'll get this. Bones from the Killers here at Get This on Triple M. Tony Moclear is with us. He's known Richard Marsland, our panel operator, for a while. Um, Where did you guys meet? Big Brother chat room. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> I was so going into about Fitzy. Yeah. And and gave Richard. me a smiley face, and our yeah. eyes never really left each other. <laughs> yeah, oh. It was a bit like that. It was a motorcon heaven. Uh. No, we, we, uh, we had somebody in common. Oh. Wow. Not, yeah. not Pauline Hanson, I hope. No, no. And no. how dare you refer to that <laughs> without referring to... Please oh, sexplain. Sexplain. You've got a copyright um, news limited 2007, mm. thanks. A great headline, but, uh, you know, joking aside, uh, I think people were shocked by the footage on... Mm. I think it was Current Affair earlier this week of Richard Marsden talking about his affair with Pauline Hanson. Have a listen to this. She's claiming Richard and her had a thing that started in this Canberra motel in 1996 and burnt for two weeks. Burnt is right. I had smoke coming out of my underpants for days. We had to take the smoke detectors out of the room. Not that there was any. It was a Canberra motel room after all. So you can say categorically you never had sex with Pauline Hanson. I'm not saying anything of the sort. She, she was hot. And the constant undercurrent of racism just added fuel to the fire. I can't understand why he would be so aggressive in his denial of something that I believe and many other people believe happened. I'm not denying it. She's the hottest bigot I've ever boned. This is what they said on 60 Minutes. My private life 
is my private life. Oh, leave it out, Pauline. It wasn't that private when we were doing it short bus style over the salad bar at that Canberra knocking shop. Now she not only names the motel and the month it started, she even claims he cooked her dinner there, though the menu is unclear. I'll tell you what was on the menu. One nation tale. Three courses, each one steamier than the one before. But I have absolutely no doubt that Richard and Pauline had a sexual relationship. Of course we did. Look at this. Talk about worn out. I'll never be able to teabag again. And I saw him give her quite a, a serious kiss when she stepped out of an elevator. Look, she didn't require a please explain when I suggested going down. Uh, and uh, they disappeared and I didn't see him again for 40 or 50 minutes. In fact, I'd gone to sleep in the car while I was waiting for him to come back. I had a lot to do. It takes quite a while to go round the grounds with Pauline. I mean, she's constantly stopping to bag out the Asians. Don't worry, Pauline. I won't go blabbing to the press with any fire crotch talk. I'm not worried about anything. Her I'm suggestion worried. is that they slept together on what was essentially a first date. So, yeah, very poor form and really a bad reflection on her, I think. Hey, don't blame Pauline. How could she resist my pavement T-shirt and collection of Matthew McConaughey movies? We'll have to wait for the book launch to get Pauline's responses, but we did conduct a straw poll today to see who you believe is gospel and who's telling porkies. I believe in Pauline Hanson more so than... Richard Marsland. I don't like Pauline much, so I'd go for... Marsland. If you sleep with her, would you deny it? I would. I believe her. Is it true? Richard Marsland offered to demonstrate the Turkish grip. Please explain. Hey, look, the only way to settle this is with a lie detector, OK? Although she didn't have any trouble detecting me lying beneath her with my... F what is it with lie detectors lately? Howard Gipps with that report. Oh, chilling stuff. Oh, wow. <laughs> Crikey. Tony, where on the shelf will you put the Walkley for that? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> that, a... that was a brilliant piece of investigative journalism. Yeah. And listen, now you know why they call Richard Dick. Uh, <laughs> it's true. It's a bit embarrassing that it's out of the open now. <laughs> they certainly do. Ed Cavalier's out of the room. He saw the sandwich man yeah. up the corridor. Let's play a song. We'll be back to wind this thing up in a minute. I'll get this. Oh, thank you, Sugar Ray. Every morning here at Get This in Can the I, afternoon. We need to uh, just have another hour and next time Tony comes back, just aeroplane facts. <laughs> I know, aeroplane facts. It's fascinating. I'm your man. Tony clear. what can you plug? Well, uh, for me, not much, but if you're in Melbourne or if you can get to Melbourne, Avalon International Air Show is on yeah. the public day, Saturday, Sunday. Come and see the F-111 before we prematurely retire it in 2010. <laughs> Are they having an auction for one? Unfortunately, Charity not. auction I don't for know one? what they're nah. going to do. Um, but there's, uh, it's a great air show this year, so come along and have a look. It's absolutely brilliant. Birdman Rally? See the C-17 that we've just bought. Great. Yeah. And Tony, we'd like you to come back with more aviation news whenever you can. Oh, thank you, And Tony. more yeah, shelving news. Yes. <laughs> and shelving news. <laughs> and defamatory radio stories. We love it all. It's the end of the week, so I must thank the person who produces this show. It's Nicky Hamilton. Yay. What about Richard Marsden pushing what, what, buttons? What about what, Richard Marsden? What about Matt Dow on the pots and pans? Yes. And what about Cecilia fielding yeah, the dirty yeah, phone calls yeah. from our listeners? <laughs> There's knob jockeys all around the network Good and Ed Cavalier. Too much fun. More fun than would seem decent. Tony Martin, the best. And, well, I must thank uh, pretty much anyone who's uh, bothered to email us, call in or download something off our website. Yep. Thanks for being involved. And our key phrase today was simply... Oh, crank it up, Richard. If you're in your car, turn it right up. This is great. Two hours of this coming up on Triple M. Fifteen rainstorms in a row. That's what we're <laughs> promising. And we'll be back on Monday with Lawrence Lung. And it's all thanks to As Yet Nobody.